Hi, everyone. It's Tali. And Talia. And this is Al. Tea Talk. And we're back. Um, initially, this was supposed to be an every week thing, but someone here I got, got COVID. Um, <laughs> sorry. So but sorry for we're the delay. Back. <laughs> yeah, we're back. Um, so today, we thought we'd talk about therapy. Just yeah. kind of in general, what it entitles, when to go, when not to go, what to do, what to talk about. So, yeah. Let's get into it. Yep. So, let's start off with fears. Yeah, therapy is scary. Yeah. And I think it's kind of made out to be this really unspoken thing that if you go to, it's like there's something wrong with you. You're a crazy person, you know, psychopath. But honestly, I think everyone should go to therapy. Yeah. Um, I think there's like, there's there's an insinuation that if you go to therapy, it's because something's wrong. And I don't... I don't think... I don't know. I don't know if that's the right attitude. Yeah. I've got a question. Have you been going to therapy for a while? Did you have any previous attempts? So I've started going to therapy about uh, a year and a half ago. I think um, after COVID hit because, you know, I think the quarantines and the lockdowns were really horrible for everyone. And... I just felt the need. I was in a really bad place, you know, mentally with not going out of the house and not seeing any friends and whatever. Mm -hmm. So it first started when my dad came up to me and told me that he thinks I need to go to therapy. That's nice. And coming coming from someone on the outside, especially my dad and my sister at a certain point too, it kind of felt (laughs) like they... Like, they're submitting me into a mental institution. Like, there's something wrong with you. You have to go to therapy. And obviously, they didn't mean it that way. They only meant it in, in like, very loving. this is best, what's, what's the best mm-hmm. for you. But I kind of felt very attacked at that moment. And mm-hmm. that made me not want to go. Totally. It's like with anything. People, I feel like it's a lot easier when you come to these things by yourself. Yeah. And then a few weeks later, you know, I decided that maybe I do want to go. Um, my first therapist was, I've been to four different therapists. <laughs> just to preface. <laughs> So my first one, she was horrible. She just, I don't even, if Talia's first therapist is watching, stop, stop listening. No offense to you, Belle. She was just really, really bad. <laughs> and, then, and then the second one, um, she, I also didn't like her that much, but you know, I was just doing so horribly that <laughs> I, I, st- <laughs> I stayed with her for like a solid six months and she really, really helped me. Oh, um, what happened to what happened? Like, why did I stop? Why did you stop? Yeah. Because, well, I stopped in the summer because I was like, there's so much happening. I don't... Also, I felt like I was I'm doing better. better. <laughs> <laughs> because in my brain, I was like, you know what? I'm doing better now. I don't need you anymore. Which obviously is false. Yeah, but no, but I think that that's, that's a very... You kind of go to therapy because something's wrong. And so logically, when that thing gets fixed because of the process of therapy and because of everything that it's helped with, it's sort of like, well... Do I need to go anymore? I actually think that that's a very reasonable thing. I think that there will be times in our lives where we'll need it more than others. I think it's actually totally reasonable. Definitely. I think it also, it was really hard for me when they kept referring to it as a tipul. Like, I was there to get something fixed. Like, there was a malfunction with me, and they just had to tweak it Like, there was something wrong. Or that that it was something... they're there to fix a problem. Or that it's about something other than you. Right. You know? Yeah. What about, what about third, third therapist? So after the summer, she like texted me. So I, 
I'm very bad at confrontation, so I told her we're taking a break for the summer when in my mind I knew I was never going to go back. And then after the summer, she texted me. She was like, hey, I'm still here if you need me. And I was like, oh, yeah, cute. I don't. <laughs> right. And but then, sweet. yeah, and then I, I thought I was totally fine. And I, I didn't go to therapy for a few months. And then I went to another one who, she was cute. I just didn't want to go. And also the times were really inconvenient because now all the therapists are booked because of COVID. It totally <laughs> fucked up everyone. <laughs> everybody needs therapy. Uh, so, not only should everybody go to therapy, everybody needs to go yeah. to therapy now. Yeah, that's what's happened. Um, so third, you so went to third, one. I went, I went to her really for like a month, like right. not a lot. This and is then, the one that wasn't yeah. so fantastic. None of them were. And then, and Gosh. then I left and I was also fine. And then I, you know, I started looking again and now I have one and she is absolutely incredible. Aww. The timing I'm again, glad. isn't perfect, but first of all, it's not only in Hebrew. I can also speak English there, which yeah. I feel yeah, like yeah, yeah. is really helpful. Um, and you know, she's not very therapisty with me, which I know is mm-hmm. weird to say, but I don't like to be therapized. Like, I go to therapy mm-hmm. to have someone to talk to who knows what they're talking about, but not to come. Like, I really, yeah. I feel like she came and she she saw me and she was speaking yeah. to me. And even if she asked me questions that, you know, bothered me before, like, why does that bother you? Let's analyze that. Let's very therapisty questions. It doesn't bother me as much when she does it. Interesting. I have this analogy. It's such a weird <laughs> analogy when it comes to therapy. I'm not sure if I've told you before. I've definitely told some people that a therapist... It's like an empty bucket. Um, I have, okay, and I'll tell you why. Because I think that, and this is my this was my approach before I went to therapy. I'll tell you whatever. Um, that that in our relationship, you know, we have lots of friends and lots of family that you know are there to talk to, and that often we do feel like we can talk to. Um, and I know that as a young kid, um, I'll get into it in a minute. But as a young kid, I was sent to therapy a lot, and my attitude was, no, it's fine. I'm fine. I've got my friends. If I need to talk to somebody about something, but. I think our relationships with everybody that's already in our lives, um, their their bucket, their metaphorical <laughs> bucket of of the tochen, the 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 um what ma- the essence of our relationship is already reasonably filled up. Yeah. And there's things you have to take into account with another person. Certain things that you can talk to one person about and not to another person. Right. And that's why I describe a therapist like an empty bucket, like an unbiased, this, an unbiased thing, and it's a relationship that hasn't been. Like, there are no expectations. There's nothing I can't bring hypothetically there. bring there. Right. Um, so what I was saying is that as a kid, I was sent to therapy by my mom. I love my mom. Hello, mommy. <laughs> if you're listening. Um, and I was sent to therapy a few times because I had, you know, like a complex childhood. Um, my dad lived in a different country. You know, I had my dad got remarried to my stepmom and I hadn't actually met her in person until they were actually married and just my someone's a wonderful person i'm very i'm very blessed um but there were a bunch of reasons why my mom wanted to send me to therapy understandably but i was very resentful i was a very like i can do it all myself i don't need help i'm terrible at asking for help still now um not good at accepting when something's wrong or when i'm not okay i'm not good at kind of yeah i'm i'm always i always want to be the good girl the girl that doesn't need any of that so I've got a broad I think I've been to like I think I went to like three or four therapists throughout throughout like my childhood but really for no more than one or two sessions I remember before I moved here for those of you that don't know I moved here alone at 14 um which everybody thought I was a bit crazy you were uh, yes possibly (laughs) um and my mom pretty much made me go to the school therapist to make sure that I was in your um, right mind in my right mind but you know what would I have told her anything that was actually wrong 
if I genuinely and I understand it it was like great that's the responsible thing to do but I wasn't going to tell her anything (laughs) and I think that leads us into sort of therapy as much as we will recommend it is only good if you want it it's very difficult because you have to have a level of vulnerability mm. to be able to be open, which is why I think when I first, like two years ago, when the idea of me going to a therapist was brought up, I was very against it. Mm-hmm. And I denied the fact that I needed it because I was like, I don't need help with my problems. I can deal with it. Um, and again, what you said about friends, I think being able to talk to your friends is very important, but at a certain point it can get too much. Um, you know, there obviously your friends should be there to listen to you, but to a point. You can't expect yeah. them to always, like, yeah, to always be know. there. There's a great habit that I've seen people talking about on social media that I think, look, if I remember it, I'll try <laughs> try and do it <laughs> as much as I can with my friends. But it's that before you talk to a friend or before you talk to a partner or a boyfriend or anything, to say, can I, do you have the mental space for me to put this on you? Mm-hmm. And it is an important point because a lot of the time we don't have a mental space. And with a complete attitude of acceptance and lovingness you know you should be able to say to a good friend I'm really sorry I actually don't have the headspace for this right now mm. I want to listen to you I'm here to give you a really big hug but I can't can't I take just, this on yeah because it is it is a bit of taking it's a on. lot to take on and on top of everything that they are dealing with on their own yeah um so a therapist is nice because they have to <laughs> <laughs> um yeah um but it is hard you know I know a lot of people that therapy just didn't work out for them Mm -hmm. and I think the reason why this specific one that I'm with now works so well is obviously because she's great and incredibly sweet and incredibly kind and I just like her personality more than I did the others yeah I think personality and do you find that your therapist is similar to you like like in terms of my my mom would always say that finding a therapist is like finding a partner like a Mm. yeah because you have to found a relationship it's not like every therapist is the same you have to like their personality at the end of the day it's not like because you spend an hour a week with them so the therapist that I go to and it's an interesting story because when I I started going to therapy not too long ago really only like a couple of months ago it's not it's not been a long journey it's not been a long ride um but I started going because I was noticing whatever I'd been having a really rough couple of months to be honest and I actually I wanted help I wanted to and I said I'm not very good at asking for help but it took me probably a lot longer than it should have but it's incredible that you and I think yeah I think generally I'd been hearing good things about therapy in general um and I just I wanted somebody that I could go to and say like I don't know that I could kind of look at my life and say okay I might be dealing with things but we'll deal with it in therapy and so I went to therapy thinking that I'd be sat in front of this woman and that I'd talk and I talk and I talk and I talk and I'll tell you what that appealed to me because I really like to talk (laughs) if that wasn't clear yet um hence podcast um but that actually I ended up signing myself up for CBT cognitive behavioral therapy um I didn't realize that this is not the type of therapy where you sit down and talk about your problems it's the type of therapy where you sit down the therapist like Again, it's still a therapist, gets an idea of who you are and what you're like and what you're dealing with. And then she gives you homework. (laughs) She gives you homework. And so... And how'd you find that? Is that like, were you surprised for the better or for the worse? Okay, so, I mean, I was... I didn't quite notice it at first. And my first session with her was her... With her. (laughs) Was very much still like a talking thing because she needed to get to know me. So I didn't actually notice it first. (laughs) Like, she was like, oh, yes, I do CBT. I've had this training, this training. And I'm like... 
cool. <laughs> Good for you. I'm really glad you're qualified. Um, but it hadn't hit me that... I don't know. It didn't hit me until, like, the third section. I was like, hang on. <laughs> what are we doing here? What are we doing? What is this? Anyway, so, honestly, I think it's... I think it's... Okay, hang on. Let me, let me, let me give it... I think at the beginning, it was a bit easier because we started small. Mm-hmm. But it felt good to have an action, something to do. Um, because at the end of the day, I think I can talk and talk and talk and she can explain and explain and explain. But all it's going to do is make me think more, personally. I mean, obviously, it's So, for else. me, I know that if she would give me homework, yeah. that would just lead me back to being therapized. Like, yeah, it's really hard for me that. to be in that vulnerable spot. Mm. So, going to therapy, obviously, is admitting vulnerability on its own. But all my other therapists, I felt as if they're coming to me from a point where they're, Above. like, all the way up here mm. and I'm all the way down here. Um, and I feel like this one really came to me and just saw me and said, I'm here. And, you know, she I'm was just a better too. person. Kind I'm here. Yeah. I'm human too. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, I feel like if she could give me homework, that would feel like, again, too much fixing. Mm. I feel like we're just having a conversation. Right. We're just talking. Me unloading. <clears throat> you, you know, kind of trying to piece together what you can with all my right. talking. Yeah, yeah. Plus, I wouldn't be able to keep up with the homework. I just know I wouldn't do it. So that's what I've been struggling with the last couple of weeks. Because I'll tell you what, it, it genuinely has been helping the therapy. I know that because I've been in a much better mental headspace. Mm-hmm. I know that. Um, it's a journey, obviously. I have very bad days and very sort of like down. But, you know, I've generally been a lot better. And I think since being better, I haven't been as good at doing the homework. And it's not to say that I don't do it as much I think a lot of the homework for example we do like a like a mantra like affirmations kind of thing which people are very into yeah I think I was pro the idea of the whole homework thing because I'm genuinely into that whole brain thing the whole mind of a matter mind of a matter thing I I am aside from therapy very into that and in some ways having somebody that is I guess like an expert telling me what the right thing to do instead of me doing something be like oh it's the right thing to do should I be doing this instead in that way, it's very helpful. I have been struggling a little bit to keep on. Just because, not not necessarily to keep on top of everything, but just because eventually, like, you do a new thing every week, and they end up kind of piling up, and then you end up with a long list of things to do. <laughs> what type of homework is it? Is it more of an exercise, so, or more of a notice it when you do this? So it's a couple of things. So the stuff I got, again, first week was a mantra, which actually has been great, and I still say it, not as regularly. At the beginning, I would say it, Three times a day. Every single day. Three times a day. And obviously it's simple. You just sort of say it in your head. Um, but later on, it just it's, it got so ingrained in my head that I can just draw on it when I want. So I don't know if that's a natural thing that's meant to be happening. I'm not sure. My therapist, like I spoke to her the other week and said, whatever, like it's a bit, I'm finding myself less good at doing it as I was. And she said, like, don't, it's not meant to be a forcing thing. Like mm-hmm. use it when, when you need to use it and use it when you're, anyway. But the next week or on a couple of weeks later, we did like an actual activity where it was kind of, I think I told you was like imagine yourself at 30 and I had to like it's like a mindfulness thing so she tries you know and she encourages me to do the right things honestly I think it's just kind of nice for me to have somebody that can tell me what the right thing to do is because Mm -hmm. like I've got a generally very good knowledge of what helps me and what helps people in general but because there's such a broad spectrum of things that you can do to help yourself it's hard to know what's suited to me. It's hard to know what works. It's hard to choose. It's hard to pick one. Yeah. So in some ways, it's been very nice. She's almost been like a coach more than a therapist. So I feel like that's something that wouldn't 
personally work right. because again that the whole thing that I'm I need to be fixed yeah 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 like I don't I don't see myself ever being like oh I'm done now like I did mm-hmm. went that one summer mm-hmm. um because I don't think I'll ever be done I feel like there's always stuff that's gonna be wrong yeah and it's just coming to talk to someone for an hour they know what they're talking about they're good they're yeah, good at they listening know what they're to me. Talking about. Something about somehow they always make a connection between everything. I like know. wow, my <laughs> god! I was just talking. I was, I was, I was saying to you like a couple of minutes before we started the podcast that my therapist, the way that she kind of does it, she tries to get me talking mm-hmm. at the beginning to, in order to like identify or whatever. If there's something on my mind, she tries to identify it and whatever. She gets me talking, and I'm very reluctant. I was very like, okay, I'm talking, but. I kind of want to get on with it. I don't want to be talking about me, whatever. For whatever reasons, I was reluctant. And eventually, she pings on something and she goes, she identifies a mindset. Uh, And I was like, whoa. (laughs) Like (laughs) a repetitive thing that connects between everything. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you, how how did you know my problems? Like, (laughs) how did you figure that? Like, three minutes and it's taken me 17 years. Um, Um, Another thing is how to know. When to stop going to a therapist. Which interesting. Wait, like a specific therapist like a specific or specific therapist, therapist, like how to break therapy. up with them, how to do right. that. Because yeah. so I've I've broken up with three different therapists. There you go. All the breakups were completely different. Right. One was over text. I just texted oh my her. I, also, did that. I also texted her. I texted her like 30 minutes after our session ended. Like I'll go home and I'm like to my dad, I'm like, I hate her, like I don't do that. Bye. Session just telling her about ski trips that we've had, funny stories about skiing, and I was like, you know what? I feel like this is not you were always the way it was not supposed into it. to be. <laughs> like it just didn't feel like sharing. I didn't want to share it with her. I didn't want her to know this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so then he texted her. I, t- I told her that I d- don't feel like it's working. I also only went with her f- to her for like a month and a half, so it wasn't mm-hmm. that bad. Then the second one who I was with for like five months, I said I. I told her that with summer and everything, I felt like it wasn't that necessary. But if I need her, I'll text her. Like I was Did you more text of a her? no, because oh. <laughs> you know it was but just sort of like it's not you, it's me, right? <laughs> As opposed to everything else in the therapy. <laughs> also, um, on those few months, I've gotten really like not really good. But I've gotten much better at confrontation mm. because I, I was just so bad at that. I was always like a people pleaser. I just do what they said. Yeah. You know, which is why like over text, I couldn't do it in person. I couldn't tell that this wasn't working for me. Um, and then my third therapist, I was, I was able to tell her, I was mm-hmm. like, this isn't working for me. I'm sorry. It's nothing like wow. personal. Very brave. I, I was really, I didn't think I'd be able to go through with it. No one, no one thought I'd be able to go through it. Then they were like, you'll chicken out. Um, also, a great thing that my dad told me, it's kind of like this exercise to know, not an exercise, but once you start going to a therapist, you need three sessions total. Okay. First one, you go to the therapist, you feel it out, you get to know her, whatever. Second session, you tell them, her, her or him, I said her, but whatever works, um, what was wrong, what you felt didn't work the last session. Like for me, it was long pauses. I hated when we have long pauses. So awkward. Yeah, yeah. So awkward. And then the third one, you see if they changed it. And after a third mm. session, you should know if you're in or out. Okay. Interesting. So, That's really great. also after a third session, you're kind of hooked. You're kind of into it already. Yeah. Which it's obviously like after you can still leave. Date. But that I've done more dating <laughs> in my life. But anyway. <laughs> um... So, yeah. Hypothetically, that's what how I'm met your mother says about three dates. Whatever. <laughs> Just yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like once you're a month in, you should know kind of if you want to stick with it. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. 
I don't know. I think it's it's complicated. It's it's it is a relationship. It is because you're opening up to that person. Mm-hmm. And another thing, when I first went to therapy, I was really open. I said everything. Said just set everything out on the table. That's great, girl. And then no, but then one of them told me she's like, "Wow, you feel comfortable with me." Mm-mm. And I was like, "What?" <laughs> Why? Because obviously her saying that made me, like, uncomfortable and made me not want to share anymore. Yeah. But she said that she was, like, skeptical. She was like, wow, you're really... Maybe not skeptical, but she was shocked. She was but taken aback bringing, by my I think it, You know what? I think it's hard enough to be forward, especially if it's not something that, come, that comes naturally. And if somebody brings attention to it, it yeah. starts being... Ugh. Because I'm like, like, isn't this how it's supposed to be? I'm supposed to tell you everything that's going on in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. that's yeah. why you surprised. I'll tell you something that's very interesting. We had a... Actually, I shouldn't... I shouldn't be so specific about this. But t- speaking about finding the right therapist, I went... Like like I said, I went to therapists as a kid, but to be honest, I don't really remember them. And I'm sure they were great. Like, I wasn't... I wasn't going there to be therapized. I was going there because my mom told me <laughs> yeah, I had to. Um, and... So I, like, I sort of went to this therapist, and I was just like, cool, you work. <laughs> it works for me. Genuinely, though, the therapist I go to now, I find is very similar to me, and is sort of went through the same things that I'm going through now, and struggles with the same, struggled with the same issues. And that's kind of nice, because I'm speaking to somebody who's actually overcome what I'm struggling with, that you were struggling which is with. very, I think a lot of the time when we fall into a slightly harder place... I I mean, I think it's very easy to surround yourself in environments with people who are struggling with the same thing because you want people who will relate to you. But I think to a certain extent, it's not good because you fall into this hole of there is no getting better. Yeah. Um, and I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that attitude. I'm very like, we're going to get through this and we're going to fix it and we're going to be just fucking fine. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I swear. <laughs> don't listen to Spotify. Um, so... I think that was really that was very valuable that I could speak to this woman. She's like, we will get through it. Like, we like do the, it. we can do it, and this is a behavior, and this is a thinking pattern that can be repaired. Yeah. That can be repaired. Um, but on the other side of things, I did notice because she was just the first person I knew, and I was like, cool, it worked. I wasn't sure if she worked because she happened to be the first one, and it was coincidental that she was great, or if I just wasn't picky. But we we had a talk at school. Um, and I will be specific because, like, what, whatever. Um, from the mom of one of our friends. Right. Um, and it was very interesting to me because she was also a CB, CBT. A CBT. Also, so the same type of kind of do your homework <laughs> therapist. <laughs> um, and and I'm not I'm not trying to say this in any sort of I don't know like bad way, but I noticed for me personally that that it didn't work. That, that, that if I had gone to her for therapy, it wouldn't have worked for me, which was very interesting. Because like, for the, the rest of the class, just to say, therapy. for the rest of the class, she was extremely, she was really great. I, I enjoyed yeah. the talk, personally, even yeah. though that's not the type of therapy that works for me. Yeah, but people genuinely, they enjoyed her mindset, and they found it helpful, and they liked the way that she approached things. So I'm, I'm not trying to come at this from a, from a subject, kind of from objective saying she was bad. She wasn't. She was great. Most, like, majority of the girls really connected to her. Um, but I think for me... I found that it didn't feel right. I felt like the okay, I felt like the vibe. I felt <laughs> like the vibe wasn't right and it wasn't putting me in a better headspace. So I think that mm-hmm. if you're trying to find a therapist, I mean you know more about it than I would, but that <sighs> that if it clicks, even if it's the first time, let it click. Let it, you know. Yeah. 
And if it doesn't, I think also trust yourself to know that it doesn't. Again, what I said about the three sessions, but yeah. you really have to be ready and be willing but to you be think, vulnerable with them. Do you think that, like, if you found somebody that was, like, okay, you'd give them a chance? Or do you think you would immediately be like, no, I don't think you're good enough for me? I think... <laughs> relationship parallels. Um, well, you know, I've just heard a lot of people say how much they love their therapist. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, I didn't know that could happen. Mm. So I think back then, like, two years ago, when I first started going to therapy, I thought it just had to be okay. So, which is why I think I stuck to my second one for so long. My first one really was just absolutely horrible. Oh, yeah. But, um, I, <laughs> so I think that now I'd be like, this is okay. I can, I can find someone better. Right. Okay. Even though now it's really not that great to be picky because they're right, just, because there aren't that many. Even, like there are great available. therapists, but they're not available, they're not available at yeah. all. So I'm really grateful that I found someone who I love. Yeah. I think I think it was reassuring to me to see a therapist that I didn't click with because it kind of gave me confidence that I wasn't just being easy yeah. to please. That I genuinely found a therapist that worked for me. I think going to therapy can come with a lot of fears. Definitely. I was reluctant for a very long time. I think something about admitting to my parents that I might want therapy... Like, of you course, also do therapy over Zoom. Yeah, but I don't really mind. I mean, is... whatever. It's genu- Genuinely, it's fine. I think maybe I'd feel a little bit more open to speaking to them about more if it was one-on-one. But the Zoom thing is extremely convenient. <laughs> like, yeah. it's very convenient. I don't have to sort of go out. Like, if I'm having a kind of rougher day or I need a slow... You're also able to still go even though you're quarantined. Exactly. It was actually... I really don't mind it being on Zoom. Um, I would like... My my therapist lives in a different city. That's why. And obviously, if I was really... If it bothered me, I'd find a different therapist. But I do genuinely really like her. I find it effective, even when it's over Zoom. I think I think I would like to, like, once every couple of weeks, I'll go, go to, like, into the city. In or person. she can come and see me. Because that's what we did the first session. It was great. Um... So, I look, I think that also, if Zoom is, like, the only option, considering yeah. then. <laughs> the, you know, lack of availability of therapists, mm-hmm. if you find one that's right, do it. Like, it's... Yeah. Also, keep in mind, I'm not sitting there always just talking to her about my problems. So, the, the Zoom thing is less of a big deal, because I'm doing a bit less talking. I am still talking. Right. I am very much talking about my problems. So, that's but, interesting, because... I think my current therapist is the only one who actually told me anything about herself. Interesting. I knew their name and that's it. I didn't even know if they were married, if they had kids. Right. Anything. And this one, you know, kind of introduced herself, which, you know, I, I wasn't, I also wasn't so quick to jump in with everything and just right. unload. Obviously, I spoke a lot in our first session, but I didn't really get into the really, really personal details because, you know, I, there was that level of trust that I had to gain with her, which I thought I didn't need with my other ones mm. because I thought... Like, it was the rules. I just had to dump everything out, and she had to, you know. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> she had to now, figure it out. <laughs> no, but she was also, it was, she was just so taken aback that I was so open, and it was just, <sighs> I don't, not cool, lady. It was just, you know. Yeah. Um, I think, um, I think it's a journey. It is. Yeah. I mean, like everything, it's a journey. I think therapy has ups and downs. I mean, for me, at the moment, 
right at this moment, I'm feeling like I'm in a much better headspace than I was when I first started therapy, but I'm finding the actual homework harder, which is ironic. And you're still able to do it. I do it less often, but, but as in, I don't, I guess maybe it's just cause I don't need as much. Mm-hmm. How Honestly, long have you been going to this one? Really not so long, about a month and a half, maybe. Um, generally, I don't know. It's nice to sort of have a, direction to go i can i can speak on behalf pro cbt (laughs) behavioral therapy i'm here against it (laughs) i don't know i i was mm, it's interesting i was definitely oh right you were talking about the fact that you didn't know that you hadn't like known very much about your therapist i was so taken aback because i'm sitting there and i'm telling this therapist literally my whole life story the whole thing (laughs) the whole okay not in very much detail but the whole shebang and um, and then she told me her whole story and I was like, oh, that's like, <laughs> I was taken aback cause I was like, oh, I thought it was my turn to talk. <laughs> but as I've been told that this therapy is not all about me talking, but it was actually really great because like this relationship that I'm building with this woman is a more personal one, which yeah, again, which it is took important. me aback. It took me back, but it, I, I am glad I'm happy for it. I'm mm-hmm. appreciative of it. Yeah, I'm gonna go back. I'm not against it. I said I'm <laughs> against it. It's just no, personally, it's personally, totally a personal thing. Um, so I guess yeah, that is the background on therapy, what mm-hmm. it is, our experiences. We're definitely pro therapy as long as you want to be there. Don't <laughs> you know? Don't force it, but we are pro. We are pro. We are pro. pro. I think. Don't be afraid don't be afraid and to be open and vulnerable because you yeah. really have to be able to you yeah. have to be willing to put yourself out there yeah. in order for it to work because even if you come across a great one if you're not in the headspace or in the mentality that you need yeah. this and you're willing to do what it takes for it to work then yeah and i think well. also just because everybody's going through something at the moment because we all are especially you know teenagers especially. but also covid mm-hmm. um we're all going through a lot and just because we're all going through something doesn't mean that you don't deserve help that's yeah. that you know don't be afraid to ask for help don't be afraid to believe that you deserve that you know and nobody nobody should take that from you so yeah. good luck guys that's to it. all the great <laughs> mental health you know we're sending you very good vibes. Support. Okay. That's it. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>